Today, it's Edwin's Monday Evening Property Rant. Hello again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics, where I've noticed post covering finance and property news with a distinctively Australian flavour. Another Monday evening, another rant with Edwin. Hi, Edwin. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well, Martin. I'm doing well. Uh, but they did tell me that uh, Robbie's um, inflating some balloons down in Melbourne or something like that. <laughs> is that right? Is that, well, is that they, right? They, they found the little capsule and then there was a big balloon in the... <laughs> yeah. Then the balloon went up. And it's interesting. Did you notice that... Um, all of the media in the US are calling it a spy balloon, right? Whereas in China, it's a weather balloon. So, you know, it's a matter of perspective. Yeah, look, I read something really funny. I just couldn't stop laughing. America are concerned about a weather balloon, or let's call it a spy balloon, whatever. They're concerned about that, but yet one third of the population is on TikTok. Yeah, I know, exactly. Well, there's a few people in the US saying get off TikTok because they're spying on you. There's another weather balloon down in South America as well. So I don't know whether it was um, intentional or not, but certainly it's been blown up literally out of all proportion. <laughs> well, yeah, look, uh, who knows? Who knows? Maybe you've released another, uh, another variant. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> just, just putting it out there, Martin. It's, uh, what, what the world governments are doing uh, to, to, to the people is just absolutely insane. So it's, it's really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's start. yeah, we talked about missing, missing radioactive isotopes, and um, uh, Alba was missing, and, and yeah, the, the, there's no, you know, no, no fear. You know, uh, people just you know, there's missing fear out there, but uh, it, it's it just seems like uh, you know, the, the politicians are definitely uh, yeah they, they're, they're missing a brain uh, because they just <laughs> keep on they just keep on throwing more more wood into this uh, into the fire and into this in particular the uh, the, the the property arena, which uh, we're going to obviously talk about, and how uh, these global incidents are affecting us as well. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, well, talking about crazy, this was one that really took my attention today. New US, US New South Wales Premier backs plan to house renters with retirees. So the idea is to fill thousands of rented rooms in Sydney homes by electronically matching older homeowners with younger renters was floated over the weekend by SGS Economics and Planning. I think this is merit and at least worth discussing, Mr. Peritet said on Monday. Ah, now, remember, Edwin, it's only a month to the election. So here we are, another thought bubble. Ah, uh, yeah, look, and then what we're going to get after that, three months to six months later, what we're going to get is uh, how uh, some old people got scammed. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Suddenly their insurance is invalidated and, uh, you know, you've got somebody in the property. Uh, I mean, it's... it's uh, yeah, it doesn't uh, look, solve anything, really, does it? Look, you, you start thinking about it. Look, uh, uh, sometimes I wonder where my mind where my mind heads. Sometimes, but uh, the thing <laughs> is, I started to think about I started to think about all the scams that will go on, right? So, think about the scams, and then you've got you, you've got the um, you, you, you'll end up with uh, uh, yeah with uh, yeah three months, six months down the track, you'll all of a sudden end up with trophy wives. Uh, you'll also end up with sugar daddies. <laughs> no, with all these I can of, see it with, now. Yes, exactly. Better right. watch out, Martin. Better watch out. <laughs> They're coming for you, Martin. They are coming for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not sure that. Uh, I'm not sure the dogs will put up with it. So we, we, we'll see. Now let's just talk about um, something else, of course, because the RBA is um, 
on parade tomorrow, right? And it's interesting because a few weeks ago, everyone was saying, oh, they might do 25 or they might park where they were. But now people are saying, oh, 25 minimum. Uh, some people are saying 40 basis points, like CBA said they might even go 40. And Warwick McKibben is saying we need 150 basis points rise from here just to get inflation under control. So we'll be interesting to see what, um, what you're going. Are you going 25 or what are you doing? Oh, look, Dusty, Dusty's going 25. Uh, I say all in, Martin. <laughs> all in. Yeah, go, go the full hog. Go the full hundred. Uh, but is it really going to matter? No. Uh, at the end, that is, is really going to matter at, the, at this point, and is it going? To, is it really going to make a difference? As I said, we look at we look at property holistically, and is the you know the, the rise? Yes, it's affecting a lot of households. A lot there's a lot of uh, uh, households that are in uh, mortgage stress, as you you point out over and over again in your videos and in your uh, uh, your, your podcasts, and, and which is a serious state of affairs out there. Uh, from from all from all walks of life, from the from the very wealthy to the you know to to the not so wealthy that just got into a a mortgage uh, over the last three years. Uh, you know, one of my mates, uh, you know, uh, God forbid, he's he he he, he doesn't have uh, an extra ten grand uh, discretionary uh, you know um, you know money floating around anymore. So he's because he's got to tighten uh, tighten his belt a little sweeter. You know, I mean, he's got two sports cars in the garage. He's he doesn't have kids, and and his wife's got about uh, you know, two designer dogs and so forth, and they've got to get the pedicures and manicures and all this. So the uh, poor little bastard, he's got to do without. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of pain out there, but not notwithstanding and not uh, undermining the pain that your average Joe is really feeling, uh, and and all this all this is what what all this has created, and again, all these. Um, Failed policies that the government been throwing at the, the the property market that's only created another mess on the first home buyers front. Uh, the immigration policies that they're throwing at us now. I mean, I said one of the things for sure that's really gone missing, and he went missing decades ago, was brain cells in Parliament House. <laughs> I think they're sharing the same one, and it's getting rather elderly, is, is my view. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's move move the conversation on here, because of course Australia now, Australia, you know, is the place to be, according to the latest from China, right? Oh, look, it is. It, it really is. I guess the first and foremost, of, uh, with the polls that they've been doing there in uh, in China, this is through the social media there, the WeChat chatters in China, and, and what they're saying. And this is this is. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, open forums. This isn't uh, anything that sort of comes up on uh, on WeChat and disappears. The government pulls it down. This is this is out there. And you know, Australia is the flavour of the month. And uh, this state is going to become the flavour of the year. Uh, we've said, I've been saying, you know, we've been talking about it on this show for for a while. That uh, uh, overall, uh, from a world point of view, Australia is a safe country. Uh, uh, yeah, bar for Victoria. Um, you know, what a, <laughs> I should stop. I should stop hassling Victoria, shouldn't I? Um, you know, but the thing is, they're looking at Australia uh, as the safe haven. But not only that, Martin. This is this is what the immigration or the the people there that are helping uh, the students um, migrate or you know, obtain the visa, the the, the the visa permits and so forth, and you know, all the documentation and uh, to, to come over to Australia. Uh, they're saying. Um, it's not only safe, but also up there, you know, uh, and the top uh, uh, top reason is it has a very clear pathway for residency, right? Uh, and 
So once that's the thing, as we were talk, uh, talking about last week, you know, the fix is in. The fix was always in, right? So it's that, and they can see it themselves. You know, it's a clear pathway for residency and also for work opportunities. So reading through that article in the in the in the that, that I sent you in the Chinese article in the last uh, the last snapshot there, what that says is basically so if you. If you've got a, um, you know, if you obtain a Bachelor of uh, Arts, uh, if you, you know, uh, a BA uh, graduate, uh, you obtain a 485 work visa, which basically previous, in previous years, that would give you, you could stay here in Australia for an extra two years and work, right, uh, uh, under the, the, the 485. Uh, now, the government's given them four years, right? So we've gone from two years to four years. Then if you if you've uh, you get a a, a master's uh, uh, graduate, then you go from three years to five years, and if you're if you've attained a a, a PH uh, you know, PH degree, you uh, graduate you, you go from four years to six years that you can you can stay. Of which at the end of uh, of that tenure you can apply for residency. So why wouldn't you come to Australia? Is what they're saying. Well, wouldn't you? When the government, uh, you know, both both sides of uh, of the of the house, the you know, the, the left and the right, the the lives and the labs, have just made it so much easier to move forward. So it's you know, Albo and the crew, and I'm talking about across the board, all the politicians are cheering for joy because all of a sudden now they've got not 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 two year uh, rental accommodation that they can you know, lease out their. Uh, their investment properties to, to people, but now they've gone to four years, from three to five, then from four to six. Happy days, Martin. Happy days for 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 all the uh, uh, political property investors out there. It, it's a scam. It's a sham. The fix is in, and and, and um, they know it. The WeChat chatters over in China know it. And uh, look, uh, and it, you know, it's got to come to light here in Australia. And uh, we're feeling. We talk about it. Obviously, we hear about it. But uh, I don't think any, enough is done to put pressure on these uh, government policies to be to be walked back. No, exactly. It's going to be um, an extra force come of people coming to the country. The migration numbers looks to be around three hundred thousand this year. We know that there are a lot of international students coming back, and of course, China has now insisted people go back to Australia and other countries to do their their work. You can't do it remotely anymore. So it's all going to be more people coming in. More demand for property, whoopee, they'll be able to let theirs out for longer and for higher. And, um, you know, despite uh, all of the pressure and everything, it's, it's, a, bit, uh, it's a bit lopsided, isn't it? Yeah, look, it is. And, and this, is, this is where the, 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 there's not going to be any easing in the rental, uh, in the, in the rental side of things of, uh, of the equation. Uh, if anything, things are only going to get worse. And like I said, uh, one of my predictions uh, that we spoke about was uh, we're going to end up seeing um, caravan cities. Caravan parks are going to are going to be the the, the flavour of the month very soon in, in in Sydney. I mean, there are some uh, caravan parks uh, you know around the place, and uh, there's one in the Shire. Uh, there, there's a few around uh, nearby, and and you know, you, you're going to you're going to see more more people, unfortunately, uh, moving to that type of accommodation. And like we you know. They know the pressure's on, and like we discussed the, at the um, at the opening of the show, uh, this um, yeah this move to 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 start uh, you know to to join uh, the elderly, the, the the empty nesters, yeah, with with those that are in need. I mean, there's all sorts of all sorts of issues around that. 
uh, and all because um, the, the governments have been flat-footed. Uh, they, they haven't really wanted to do things, but yet, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know a little birdie tells me that there might be another uh, sports stadium coming up soon, and I think it's around you know, some entertainment stadium or some shit over in, uh, uh, over in uh, Penrith where you can actually ski in summer and all that sort of stuff. How much is that going to cost? Mm, makes you wonder, doesn't it? Well, um, <laughs> you know, there's always plenty to talk about with regard to property. But here's another angle, right? What about the um, uh, the WeChat chatters? Because basically it's all about um, go grab a property and then turn it into a property with more rooms, yet more rooms and even more rooms. Look, yeah, it's, it, it, it's stressful. And this is where now, uh, as I said, although they were offloading their, uh, yeah, their apartment investments uh, in previous months, but now with this new uh, up, you know, surge of, uh, of student accommodation, uh, sorry, they're in need for student accommodation uh, for the students that are coming in. Now they're looking at uh, yeah, the inner west areas. They're looking at your, your, uh, your, your Dulwich Hills, your, your uh, Ashfields, your, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the, the train line that would, that would take them into, you know, into the city, into the tertiary education hubs. And they're looking into this area, but they're not looking at the newer type of apartments. They're looking at the older style apartments, two bedroom apartments, because they can convert them. They can break the rental ceiling. You may, under normal circumstances, you may be renting them for about 550, 570 uh, a week. Um, yeah, these older style apartments, yeah, apartments that were built in the 60s, you know, late 50s, 60s, uh, yeah, to mid 70s, you know, uh, that, that style of apartments, early 80s. Um, and why? Because they, they, they have moved downward in value because uh, a lot of the people lost the appetite for them. Uh, but, but now they're becoming the flavour of the month and more so when the WeChat chatters are going to jump in or as they're jumping in and looking around. We went to an open house over in the suburb in the West looking for a client. And I kid you not, Martin, that in that, that particular open house, we, we witnessed um, as we were, as we were you know, entering, there was about four or five uh, WeChat chatter groups there. And as we were leaving, there were another uh, you know, six or seven groups of which I chatted, apart from all other nationalities, uh, lining up to, to have a look-see. Now, what do they do with it? This is the key, and this is what we've been talking about. What do they do with it? They convert them from a two-bedroom, 550 a week uh, rental income to a, to a six-bed, uh, not bedroom, but to a six-bed letting accommodation where they, they basically uh, lease out each bed for you know, on or about $150 uh, per week to the students. So do, do the math and, and look at the um, and look at the rental return on that. And that is how they break those rental ceilings that are you know, that, that are that your normal investor that would do your traditional buy your traditional investment property and place it in the or in your rental uh, market would otherwise do. But these guys they've got other other options and the the the, the nature of the times that we're in are making it very easy for for the WeChat charters to do this. Yeah, and uh, you showed me a video a little while ago, which we might play now, right? Which is another example of a um, an outhouse that's been converted into more accommodation. Yeah, the, look, this is this is incredible. This is uh, further out west. This is in uh, yeah the, the the great region of uh, Blacktown, <laughs> my favourite spot, and th this is. A, this was an old um, shed, uh, uh, the old fibro sheds or workshops, as they used to be called many years ago. Uh, that's been converted into into a sleeper. 
uh, call it a sleep out, uh, um, what, you know, teenager retreat, uh, sleep out, uh, granny flat, just put in a, put in a, a bench with a, with an electric, uh, uh, an electric, um, what do you call it, an electric cook uh, stove there and, uh, and, and you can call it a granny flat. But yeah, th this is what they're doing. And this is, this is, at the end of the day, it's a fibro, it's a fibro shed with, uh, you know, with, with an attached bathroom, albeit badly, uh, badly maintained. But uh, uh, th they get leased out. Uh, it's scary. <laughs> yeah. And also, Edwin, um, it's also worth underscoring again. Some of the older style properties have got really weird ceiling coverings right the vermiculite and asbestos and it's interesting that you've uh, highlighted this because it's something i'm quite concerned about too some of it has asbestos some of it's not asbestos but it's still pretty nasty stuff look it is and uh, and it's flip a coin <laughs> how do you know uh unless you get it tested obviously for our clients we make sure that uh uh that we you know um you know uh, as our clients are interested in in this uh, type of properties as well uh and and you know, we go out there and we make sure we, you know, all the uh, we, you know, we cross all our T's and dot all our I's when it comes to to making sure that uh, we know what we're going to be working with or the trades people are going to be working with uh, moving forward when they when they drop the ceiling. In other words, when they put a uh, false ceiling in to to cover that, that can't be removed because it's you know from um, it, the vermiculite was used to as a fire retardant. Uh, in insulation from uh, you know, from your um, you know concrete slabs in between in between the floors, uh, you know, for a, a lot of more from using a lot of apartments, typical red brick, yellow brick apartments that were built in the late sixties uh, to um, you know to mid uh, mid to late seventies. And this way, you're going to see them. They you know, the old uh, expression as uh, as uh, I saw there in uh, the um, New South Wales website there. The you know it's the you know. Yeah, the popcorn ceiling. Now, yeah. a lot of agents will tell you it's all safe, it's all right, but you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. It, it's a 50-50 call. Yeah, absolutely. No, it needs to be tested. And, uh, of course, sometimes they um, use that covering to cover up other nasties above, right? So you can never quite be sure as to what's above the spray-on finish that's there, and then it sort of sits there and lurks, and it could be asbestos. Yeah. And, of course, as I've said many times before, and I'll say it again, just a small exposure to asbestos, one-time exposure is sufficient if you're predisposed to it to actually get into difficulty later. So this is a, a real risk. And unfortunately, my experience talking to a number of um, prospective purchasers, they don't look up. <laughs> they look, they look around, but don't look at the ceiling. Look at the ceilings. It's really important. Yeah, yeah very, very important. Or, the, or, or, the, or because they're painted all white, and it, 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 looks, you know, it, looks, uh, yeah, it looks fancy to an extent. <laughs> So you don't know. This is where and look. What you what, what people have got to understand is with a lot of these uh, old buildings, they, they've got you know they've also got stress cracks and everything. So you, so obviously the 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 fiber and the particles are going to be uh, uh, falling down. Now um, it, you could be in a you could be in a building where um, it has vermin issues and cockroaches love this shit. They absolutely love to nest up there. And you know, I've seen a lot of it in, in Harris Park and, and those areas, uh, you know, in uh, in the west, and, and in also in uh, in Liverpool in Speed Street, uh, where the, because of the the nature of where the apartments are, close to water, close to and and the the, the owners' corporation or the strata uh, hasn't maintained the the units very well, so you you end up with um, with, with a lot of vermin and cockroaches. 
uh, the yeah the German co star, top cockroaches they love to nest up there and they'll they'll dig and dig and dig and obviously those fibers are going to be floating around. Now on top of that, you've got tradespeople coming in and out and working on lights, working on uh, smoke alarms. Uh, you, you by you know you. you you yourself may may hit it with a broom or 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 vacuum or some some object that you're moving from one room to the other. So you're always you're always going to be scratching it, hitting it, and you're going to have these fibers floating around. And yeah, like you, you just want to be sure that the uh, the the vermiculite that you've got is one that's going to be uh, obviously hazardous to your health, particularly if you're going to be uh, <laughs> sleeping there uh, for for years to come. Absolutely, great advice, Edwin. Yes, always we say check on the way in don't hope for the best but check um talk about insanity here's insanity squared right <laughs> this is crazy this is crazy right sometimes you just want to sort of uh, sometimes you just want to go into yeah in, into jose's uh chook pen and just start uh, scream uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, perch, perch with him and start crying i don't know <laughs> I've got to do something to to relieve this 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 whole thing. It's just insane. Uh, so, and again, but look, it, it's the, the 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 logic is there, though, right? Uh, the reasons are there, and that is because we've got very low numbers in a lot of suburbs in Sydney still to date, and in, in, uh, more to the point, very low numbers of uh, desired dwellings. Right, so desired locations in the suburb, which is close proximity to a particular uh, amenity or school, and and desired uh, style of home, which is something that's been you know, partly or fully renovated, and people are, are throwing money. But to the point where you get 110, 110 groups of people in under an hour in 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 Seven Hills in a three bedroom house with no garage, it is just uh, it's just crazy. It's but look, I say crazy you know, um, as the words roll off my tongue, but uh, it's the parate effect uh, over and over again. Uh, in low numbers, we've got this, uh, this perfect, you could call it a perfect uh, storm, a perfect event uh, for, for uh, property flippers. I said it would, uh, this would, that's what the parate effect would create when they were talking about bringing it in, you and I spoke about yes. it, we were very clear about it, and we said, and if, if listing numbers don't rise from then, uh, if anything, we've seen them go backwards, and if they stay low and continue to stay low um, and, and overshoot the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, the, the listings, we should be seeing a lot more listings come on now, which we're not really. So if this, if this trend continues, uh, look, like I said, forget the 25 basis points or 50 basis points. People are coached up. And also we're in that demographic, Martin, where you and I spoke about. Uh, we're in that demographic in those areas where you will get uh, multi-generational families uh, m moving in. So mum and dad have sold their property. They've cashed out. They'll throw cash in to live with their, to, to live with the kids. So this doesn't, this particular house doesn't suit it uh, because it's only a three bedroom, but the price point does. And when, look, any other day, I believe that, uh, you know, uh, November last year, if this house was on the market November last year, it, that, that would have struggled to get the 900. But it uh, it, it shot by and, and they got the, the, the million because there's nothing else. And the agent says it there in his in his uh, text message theory. You know, it's, um, it, it's, it, it, it's a, you know, a three-bedroom red brick home in, in South Seven Hills. 
that has come up that has basically hasn't come up in a in a while. So there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's a mark of the times, isn't it? And talking about listings numbers, it's worth looking at those, right? So this is the Sydney numbers from the 6th, which, of course, is today. So 16,378. And uh, still, um, I see that the houses and apartments are sort of notching up slightly. And compared with last week, so 16,071. So a small increase yeah look the on average over the last three four uh, over the last three weeks or so we've been averaging yeah close to 500 mm. but in my in my view it's not enough uh we, we we need to see the old listings come back on uh, a lot of the agents that we've been speaking to the saying that the owners are, are, are somewhat hesitant yep. uh, to bring them on uh obviously those that they that those that have to uh, are and but those that have to and are bringing them on they're um they're, they're getting a nice treat because uh, yeah, if you're in that price point, which which is counter, which is what what these government policies were aiming to do, is become counterproductive and has worked totally against. It's really a blow in the face of first-time buyers because they they they're having to pay uh, a lot more. They may think that they're paying uh, that they've got more to spend, but they end up paying uh, a, a lot more uh, for a property that they would have otherwise um, you know uh, paid a hell of a lot less for. And and who knows uh, what how those policies are going to change in years to come with the with the land tax scenario. So all these things, it's just it's it's very chaotic out there. You you've really got to be careful uh, what you're buying, how you're buying. But having said that, having said that, Power Power and a few other uh, uh, Twitterers out there, you have the Twitter Artsy Club uh, out there having having noting down the you know, some properties that are be, be coming back on the market that were bought. Uh, three to six, 12 months ago, they're coming back on uh, on the market, and you only got to ask yourself the question: uh, Why? Yes. Uh, and, and how many issues, other than a financial issue, how many other issues uh, have they come up with? And uh, two, uh, one particular uh, property that uh, that uh, um, myself and another team member we went out to see uh, on the weekend, it had been put up back on the market because the first sale uh, fell over. And, and, I, and although the agent spins all sorts of bullshit, I, I, I tend to believe that uh, the value didn't value to what the uh, uh, that, that purchaser uh, bought it for uh, six weeks ago. Absolutely. There's some of that going on at the moment, I can tell you. But let's um, look at Melbourne because Melbourne's also quite interesting. So this is last week. This is the 30th. There were 24,022 properties listed in the Melbourne region. And on the sec- 6th of, the, of February... Um, 24,681. So again, another slight jump up. Yeah, but it's a lot better. They're, mm. they're, they're in terms of, of uh, you yeah, for buyers, it's a, it's a lot better. Uh, but uh, for, for vendors, they, they're, they're really getting hammered. The interesting thing there is what you and I have discussed in previous podcasts is the, in pre- uh, previous shows is the fact that you've got almost double the amount of houses uh, mm. up on the market. And, and, uh, and I would want to think and believe that these houses are the ones in the subdivisions that have got your yeah your typical Marsden Parks and Schofields and and Leppingtons down uh, southwest regions that they sort of you know, where 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 there's no infrastructure people are struggling and, and, and they're bored on the wind because um, the government told them that uh, it, it was a great idea and they should and uh, they, they they believe these idiots that uh, that are you know as you said that are sharing two brain cells between the two parties yeah and I keep um, scoring again underscoring that the concept of the marginal buyer so the point is 
you know, there can be quite a lot of people doing fine, but if you've got a small proportion of people who are really struggling, and we see that at the moment, in some of those areas where they bought at the wrong point, so they bought when prices were really high, when interest rates were really low, now those things are reversing. So now, there's now a little bit of panic in some of those areas where people are saying, I'm not going to be able to hang on, so I need to try and move the property on. Um, we're seeing some of that in some of those areas now. So I do think that the weather has changed for property. And I'm actually thinking that Melbourne is where I'm seeing some of those changes happening more quickly than Sydney at the moment. Yeah, look, it's only a way to see and just uh, gauge the market as we, as we move on a week-by-week -week basis. But from, from where we are right now, the and the sentiment and the and, and the talk uh, amongst the, you know, the real estate agents north south east and west that we speak to on a weekly basis um there's a lot of hesitation from uh, from you know owners that uh, that are holding on they're, they're not wanting to to list but again uh i spoke to one agent um that um in you know he's in the mid mountains region and uh on when, when was i talking to him on saturday afternoon and, and he's listed 12 properties. So again, it goes back to what type of property, the style of home, yeah. uh, and, and, and then and out of those uh, you know, 10 or 12 listings that, that, is, that is written up, um, the majority are investors that can't afford to, to maintain the properties because a lot of, uh, obviously you, you're talking about the mid-mountains you know, mid region where there's a lot of, uh, uh, there's a lot, hell of a lot more uh, maintenance, uh, like was in the Shire, and uh, you know, also you you could also think in the Upper North Shore. Basically, wherever you are around a uh, bush area, and you got that sort of, uh, you know, the the treescape uh, regions, you got a lot of maintenance um, in you know, in 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 homes that were basically built in the uh, in the you know, 30s or 40s uh, that have been you know somewhat maintained, and it's got to a point with the heavy rains over the last uh, couple of years. It's really it is really trashed a lot of uh, properties and yeah with so investors just uh you know, landlords just saying you know what we just can't afford to keep them anymore yeah. to, to keep up with the with the maintenance because in some of these regions some regions of sydney your your that gravitate more to your traditional uh form of a rental market uh landscape of a rental market um you know there's only so much that you can that, that you can ask for. You can't do what the witch hat chatterers are doing in, you know, uh, back down in you know, your Albans, Lidcombs, uh, your Gunas, Chester Hills, and and so forth, and you know, Ashfields or wherever, even Chatswoods. Uh, uh, you know, you, you can't do what they're doing there uh, in your mountain because you, you, the, the the appetite for single room letting is just not 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 there. It's not the top of demographics. So therefore, they they are governed by a, a rental ceiling, uh, and, um, and and they haven't been able to uh, to bridge that, and therefore it's, uh, it it is it is burning a hole in their uh, financial pockets, and they do want to go out. Absolutely, no, I'm seeing it in my surveys exactly as you've uh, articulated there. Let's quick look at Brisbane. So this is Brisbane on the thirtieth of last month, four nine seven five. Just mark that one because <laughs> on the sixth. Of February 4863. Hang on, that's not going to happen. Listings going down. Goodness me. Yeah, look, I've got a few friends up there uh, in uh, uh, agents, but also um, a few friends that have gone up there, travelled up there you know, to do a lifestyle change. I uh, told them they're foolish, but uh, you know, each did their own. 
and they're finding it very, they're, they're finding it very hard. They're, 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 they're almost having the same uh, peritate effect as we're having here. That numbers are going down, and they find it very, very hard uh, to to find hunt. In terms of prices, I don't follow that trend. In terms of what uh, what 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 the you know uh, you know you, you following that more with um, you know with prices some of are fo- prices are falling quicker in Brisbane than anywhere else, according to Core Logic. Yeah, so uh, you know, in in that regard, um, you know, uh, so uh, so with your Twitter, Patsy, you follow that a lot closer. But I just look at the just look at the numbers and and from what the conversations you know have as as I try to gather as much information from from these cities as we you know, said we would be for uh, uh, yeah for our, our viewers. Absolutely. Well, it's interesting because the CoreLogic data shows that even in Perth and Adelaide and uh, down in Hobart. Prices are also sliding now. So pretty much wherever you look, prices are on the slide to an extent. Um, be interesting to see how it plays out with those higher interest rates. Um, and uh, we should probably just reflect on the old auction um, clearance rates too, right, or the auction um, listings. Uh, there's <laughs> a few interesting numbers there too. Um, a little bit higher numbers, but... Eh. Well, almost 50% almost 50% more though from yeah. uh, from last month we yeah. we still we still haven't reached the highs mm. but you know it, it's a big difference from the beginning of the year to now but then you know if people follow us and they and they and they watch what we post we you know we put the, the weekly numbers up there and we see what which way it's going and, and get an idea of the the sentiment um, look obviously with the local the local agents are going to be uh, spruiking uh, how you know the the, the numbers are, are about attendees. The local people in these neighbourhoods where they get where they're getting uh, a lot of these um, you know groups of people turning up uh, for property are, are going to be you know going out there um, you know helpful leather uh, spruiking uh, you know now's a good time to to sell. So it'll be I don't have a breakdown. I could get a breakdown as to where m- most of these auctions uh, are, but uh, obviously we can perhaps start doing that from next show. I can give you a breakdown of of, of the, the listing numbers to specific areas or you know, suburbs. Uh, I but think that I, might be quite interesting because in some suburbs it looks to me as though there's almost no auctions. In other suburbs, there's still a very heavy auction load. Yeah, and I can tell you the, the, the West region is really – it is really – uh, coming up, mm. that, that's where that, that's where I'm seeing it. When I you know, when I have a look at it, um, I'm just trying to as we uh, as we speak. No, it's not going to let me do it. I'd have to log. I have to log in. Uh, well, let me do it now. I might get a little bit distracted. I was just going to pull it up on the. Just going to pull these numbers up on the on the fly. No, it's not. It's not letting me do it. Um, well, well, let's 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 we'll we'll come back to that next week and perhaps some. Um, Spend a bit of time next week talking about where the auction hotspots are in terms of the different regions, because I think it will be quite an interesting piece of analysis. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely do that. And what yeah. I'll do is, when, when you post this on Twitter, when you post the uh, this uh, you know the, the show on Twitter, I'll uh, I'll tag the uh, I'll, I'll I'll tag that report. Okay, cool, uh, very good. Yeah, yeah uh, as a follow up, uh, which is good. Yeah, excellent. Well, as we come to the end of this show, Ed, when I think uh, thought of the week, we said earlier on, don't forget to look up, right? Look, the thought of the week, now I'm changing that. I'm changing that now. Okay. <laughs> from, from our first discussion, <laughs> be careful. Be careful who you invite to come and live with you if you've got spare rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's a very apposite uh, recommendation. <laughs> yes, do a yes. little check. 
<laughs> Martin, you might end up down there. You might end up uh, asking uh, Robbie or uh, or your other mate, uh, uh, John, to be your best man at, 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 at a wedding soon. Who knows? <laughs> just got to be, yeah, just gotta be I, careful. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm, I think there are a few a few steps probably that you're missing out there, Edwin. But uh, but but generally, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? How um, uh, you know, there's a certain vulnerability there that some people may um exploit and others may not see. And that's something from a social dynamic perspective, I think it's pretty important. And uh, I, I have to say these economic rationalists who think they've got this wonderful solution, um, problem over here, problem over here, put them together. Uh, we solved a problem. No, you haven't. You just created two other problems, right? Yeah. Look, we, we, know that, we know that any real change, right, any real and or substantive uh, policy is going to demand that uh, things, you know, new dwellings are going to have to be built, right? And if you're going to be looking at subdivisions, or if you're going to be looking at uh, building uh, shoeboxes uh, wherever you're going to build them, the cost to build is just uh, you know, phenomenal at the moment. It's just almost counterproductive. But yet the government has a lot of assets, a lot of assets that are sitting dormant, a lot of uh, uh, vacant shelves that could be retrofitted into, into dwelling that could be done uh, properly with, with a lot less effort than having to uh, subdivide and build, right? Not only that, but you've also got a lot of uh, other space that we know, uh, you know, office space that is relatively vacant that the government could be looking into in, into buying. Apart from the fact that, as opposed to doing subdivisions out in Wupu, where you've got no infrastructure, no real uh, desire for people to move out into, you've, you know, as I've been saying over and over again, and for many years now, so the, the state has to put a lot more pressure on the local LGAs to, you know, to reduce the red tape, not to go crazy like the, the state government uh, comes in and, and you know, all of a sudden you know, gazettes areas for high-rise development, but to, to, to start uh, lo looking at these bigger parcels of land. When I talk bigger parcels of land, I'm talking about your 750, your 900, your quarter-acre blocks that sit in LGAs where, where to, you know, to even build a granny flat yeah, you have to you have to you know jump through so many uh, hoops and over so so many fires. It, it is just incredible. So if, if they if if they start doing those things, but start with the assets that they already own and retrofit them, uh, it, rather than just selling them off willy nilly, um, you know, we we could have something a little bit more uh, in the you know in the shorter uh, shorter term to be able to then house. Uh, the days of need. I know on on social media and different platforms that you know, people talk. Economists have been talking about um, who do you accommodate first. You know, some are talking about raffles and all these. First and foremost, uh, are, are the needy by way of your 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 single you know, your single parents and, and the elderly. That's first and foremost. You know, you know, stuff this raffle business. You know, there, there's a lot of need in that in that space, but. They're off doing all sorts of other uh, things that are just going to try and win them votes, and and and, and not do anything that's going to be substantive in the in the short, medium, or long term. Which they've been playing this game for, as you and I've said, for for two decades or so, or over two decades, and and look at where we are. Yeah, the politicisation of property. That's exactly right. And uh, until that changes, we're not going to get anything substantive in terms of uh, reform of the. Um, 
the sector, unfortunately. And of course, everybody is uh, locked into the uh, election cycles, and we can't look beyond that, you know. So I'm afraid it's <laughs> it's same old, same old. Nothing's going to change, I think, Edwin. Um, but of course, we'll be back next week, and we'll be able to see what has changed <laughs> and what other new information, right? And if we had, um, you know, radioactive isotopes last week, we had balloons this week. So I have no idea what next week will bring, but I'm sure it'll be something interesting. Ah, uh, look, I, I just, uh, I'm just sort of thinking uh, uh, a UFO landing in, um, you know, on 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 Air's Rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll uh, we'll check that out next week, Edwin. Thanks very much, and appreciate all your efforts as normal. And uh, we'll do it all again next week. All the best, Martin. See ya. Take care. Bye bye.